Hello Libra, welcome to the Taurus season audio horoscopes from Embodied Astrology. My name is Renee and I am a somatic, intuitive, and movement educator as well as a consulting astrologer. So your horoscope from me is my best attempt at reading sun sign astrology, which is very general, looking at what's happening in the sky for 12 different archetypes and then interpreting that through an experiential somatic framework. So I hope that you find information here that's useful for you. I want to encourage you to interpret this information in the ways that are the most useful for you. Take what works and leave the rest. I also recommend that folks listen to the horoscope for their sun signs and their rising signs. And if you don't know your signs, you can get a free chart at embodiedastrology.com in the horoscope section. Okay, so Taurus season, <laughs> tuning in with this season for you, I am thinking about an altar. Do you have an altar practice? Do you have somewhere that you go um, to make an offering, to make an honoring, to burn old letters, <laughs> um, to put pictures of your loved ones in places of reverence and remembering. It feels like if you don't have an altar, this would be a good time to have one or to have something that serves that purpose for you. Taurus season is, um, it's an interesting time, you know, it's like, wow, what are, what are astrologers supposed to say about the world in 2021? You know, there's, there's a lot of chaos and there's a lot of unknown for everybody. And when I tune in with your chart, it feels like this chaos and, and the unknown of this chaos um, is resting in you in a really deep place. And it may be impacting you in some really deep ways. Um, the energy that is coming up the most strongly for me in, in your chart is hard to talk about. And there are a lot of different interpretations for what it could mean. And so the most general broad brush strokes I can give is that this is a place in your chart that sends you through a threshold and a, a transformation of some kind. And that's not particularly easy for everybody, <laughs> you know, uh, for anybody really, I think, to go through those kinds of processes. Um, so some folks out there might be confronting death or endings. Um, there may be really scary feelings that you're needing to look at inside of yourself or in the context of certain relationships. There may be really profound and powerful experiences that you're having and death and endings and looking at scary things can often produce really profound, beautiful, poignant, important and powerful things. So I definitely don't want to um, speak in any way that would represent a binary, like this is either good or bad, because for sure it's not one or the other. Um, but it does feel like a really deep time for you. And it feels like there are a lot of things that are going on kind of underneath the surface. I think you're conscious of them. I don't know how much anybody else is conscious of them. In intimacies and kind of intimate uh, arrangements in your relationships, there may be some consciousness. Um, but I don't, I don't even know, you know, how much you're able to even articulate <laughs> what 
is going on for you right now because this is a this is a deep space and so this is why you want an altar <laughs> this is why you need a place to go and commune with a presence that doesn't need you to make sense and it doesn't need you to uh, do the right thing or say the right thing or whatever you know like you need a place to go and really kind of like bear your heart and soul in some way this could be you with you. This could be you going to a confessional if you're a Catholic. This could be you going to your therapist. This could be you going out into the woods and putting your head um, by the trunk of a tree and, and <laughs> talking to the earth. Um, but if you can create some sacredness in your space over the next 30 days or so to tune in in a way that is, again, not about proving anything, not about making any kind of sense, but is just where you can really show up and be honest. And, and if it's with any other people, then I will say they have to be people who are just there to hold space for you being honest. So maybe don't go to confession because I don't, I don't want you to feel like you need to get punished for something unless you like that kind of thing, right? And that's going to feel cathartic and relieving for you. But if there's any way that you feel like you can't come forward with the stuff that's inside of you right now, um, you, then you have to find a way to come forward with it. But it doesn't have to be to anybody in particular. I hope I'm making sense. <laughs> I don't know if I am. Um, so please clear some space in your schedule. Clear some space in your life and in your, in your actual physical environment um, to go and, and show up and be honest with yourself about what's happening. Cause there's, there's some stuff that's happening for you right now and it's really deep and it will be good for you if you can acknowledge it for you. Without knowing who you are, or what you're going through, I'm not really sure what else to say, but I am compelled to share um, something that I've been going through personally, um, being in therapy recently. And I've, I've, I've looked for a therapist for a long time. They're hard to find a good one. If you have a good one, don't let them go. Um, but I finally found someone to work with that um, I really trust and it's been feeling really good for me. And one of the things that she is helping me with a lot is just affirming my own feelings and not making them wrong. So I'll have a feeling, you know, and I'm like, oh my God, why am I even having this feeling? There's no place for this feeling here. Like it's wrong. I don't want to have this feeling. I might be in a battle between my brain and my feelings. So my therapist has been doing a great job at, at helping me just hold the feeling and going, you know what? It makes sense that you'd be having this feeling and it's fine. It doesn't mean that the feeling is the absolute truth, but you can have this feeling. It doesn't like, it, it's totally fine. Right. And so there's something that's coming up for me around your chart right now that urge, you know, is an urge to say that too, which is like you need a space to um, to have it be OK. And I don't know if that can come from anybody else unless that's literally their job is to hold that space for you. So I'm not necessarily certain that you want to go and like spill your guts to your partner or your best friend or the cashier at the grocery store you know like 
you need a space where it can just be okay. And you can trust that any kind of response you get is going to hold the okayness of what you're feeling. And for a lot of people and in a lot of circumstances, this is going to be an altar, right? Because what, what can hold our feelings? You know, our ancestors can hold our feelings. They know what we've been through. And if you have pictures of your, you know, favorite grandparent on your altar and um, that, you know, picture of a beautiful place you traveled once and the stone that you collected, it's like you can tune in with those energies and ask for support to just be okay, right? And to remember certain parts of yourself. And that's the feeling that I'm getting for you right now. Um, this sensation pervades the month of Taurus season and... There is um, a kind of like quickening and more active influence that is also present that has you moving out into the world. So throughout Taurus season, it's like you're having this deep inner experience that you need space for, and then you also have energy moving you out into the world. Beginning in the last week of April, um, there's some kind of new movement when it comes to who you are and what you're doing in the world, what you're building. For some people, this is going to be um, new energy coming into their work and career. For some people, this is about making significant choices about who they are in the world, what they want to uphold, um, what, they're, what they're fighting for, what they're rooting for, etc. It's the energy that you're putting out into the growth of your life and direction. Now, there is a kind of sensitivity with this energy and a necessity uh, for sensitivity, I want to say. Um, so between kind of end of April and mid-June, my general advice is to um, kind of like, mm, how do I want to frame this? Um, just just know that you're sensitive and so are other people and the way that you're making decisions and asserting yourself in the world is going to meet other people's sensitivity and that's going to meet your sensitivity and that could be totally fine um in because sensitivity is not a bad thing right so you might move in some particular way and like someone is really moved by you, right? Really touched by like the decision you just made or the way that you stood up and made a speech at a board meeting or something like that. Um, now you could also move inadvertently and kind of step on people's toes. And there is a sensitivity right now, a general air of sensitivity in the way that you are putting yourself out into the world. And so some things that I would love to suggest um, would have to do with taking your time and moving slowly. This is kind of a general piece of suggestion for Taurus season. I think uh, in general, also Libra, you know, you guys like balance and you like things to feel okay. So um, you're not, well, I guess it depends on what kind of Libra you are, but a lot of the Libras I know are okay to take some time. So I definitely would encourage you to take some time. Um, to not take things personally. And so if people are feeling sensitive around you, um, look for ways to connect and to understand or get curious um, about what their experiences are and don't judge it, 
don't freak out. If it feels uncomfortable, don't try and fix it or stop it. Um, your best tool right now is also sensitivity. So when you take the time, when you listen, when you do your best to try and imagine other people's experiences, right? And like go into something with as much empathy as you can possibly have. This is it. This is a benefit for you. It helps you and it helps you achieve what you're trying to do. Um, I would say that this is true in all relationships, um, especially again with what you're trying to do out in the world with decisions that you're making, um, energy that you're moving with, actions that you're taking, etc. But I'll also say that it's true in general in your energy and in what you're trying to manifest. So for example, if you're a person who works alone, um, say that, you know, I don't know, you're like a web programmer and you work at home and you work alone during the pandemic, it's like there's something right now about as you're working, you know, and as you're dealing with like your customer client who's I don't know, like wanting a new website. It's like, can you be tender? Can you be tender to the process that you're in? Can you remember that everybody you're dealing with is a human being? Can you be as tender as possible with the material that you're working with, which is like the least tender material? I mean, I don't know if you're a web programmer, maybe you're like really into, um, code and it feels very tender to you. I think in my head, it's like, whoa, that's, like the non-human, you know, but in whatever way, like that it makes sense for you, can you tune in with sensitivity? And this goes back to what I was saying before about just affirming your own feelings feels really important right now. Allowing yourself to be with whatever is feels really important. And when you can do that and then open up and like move with compassion and care and empathy and sensitivity in the world, this is helpful for you and for what you're trying to do and for the people around you. Um, getting into May, first week, two weeks of May, uh, wow, things start to click. And this is why it's useful and necessary for you to take time um, to tune in with yourself at the altar, right? To hold and validate your own feelings. Because when you do that, clarity comes. And by the end of Taurus season, it's like you're making a lot of new connections. Things are making sense in new and different ways for you. It feels like you have some kind of directionality that has been hung up for a while that's now ready to move forward. Um, there may be allies or supports coming in or pe people who inspire you, you know, people who give you opportunities or who I clean, clean the dirt off your windshield and they're like, look, look out there at that view, right? Like there's this feeling of as we get into the, um, the end of tourist season and mid-May that you're, you're like sparking a little bit. You've got some new ideas. You've got some, some new opportunities. What else do I want to tell you? Well, <clears throat> there's a little bit of a preview coming up. Um, Jupiter will be making an ingress into Pisces uh, on May 13th, and that's significant. This is a slower moving planet, um, and it's making a little bit of a jaunt into the early degrees of Pisces. It will turn retrograde in June. Uh, but between 
May 13th and July 29th, Jupiter does make a pop-in with Pisces. And this is an interesting time. So pay attention to what is um, coming up for you around this time in some specific areas of life. So the first thing that I want to say is health concerns. So if anything is coming up for you between like May and the end of June, and you're like, wow, that's a health concern, but maybe it's not a big deal. Say you have a toothache, right? And you're like, it's not that bad. I only have the toothache after 5 p.m. or something like that. Um, go get it checked out because next year it could be a big deal. And so this ingress is coming into the part of your chart that one of the things it means is health. One of the things it means is your day-to-day -day functionality. And there could be a kind of um, expansion of, <laughs> of issues that this transit brings. Now, I don't want to scare you. So I do want to say that when things are coming up, if they come up that are concerns, health-wise concerns, try and address them as quickly as you can. And if you happen to know that there are things that are going on that have a root cause and some kind of regular behavior, if there's any way that you can start to strategize on how you can transition away from that behavior um, by the end of the year, that would be ideal. So I know that there are a lot of things that people have to do that are not good for their health. A lot of people have jobs that are occupational hazards, like they're in Injurious to their bodies to work in those jobs, they might not have other options. Um, if you notice that like something's happening to you and it's occupation related, I would say that as soon as you notice it, or if you're noticing it now, um, just start to look for solutions. It might mean that you get a different you know, set up in your work environment. It might mean that you ask for a certain kind of accommodation. It might mean that you can't change anything, but you can do something different in your aftercare. Um, yeah, and it might mean that you wanna start to imagine or envision something else that you would wanna transition into that might be a better fit um, for you. And I'm saying that and feeling sad as I'm saying it because so many people have to work um, jobs that really just aren't, uh, you don't produce wellness for them. And it's it's such a sad state in the world that we have so many people um, giving their life energy in ways that are not life-giving. And that kind of leads me into what I what I think I'll close with, um, which, which has to do with um, your intentionality and what you want to be creating for yourself day to day. Um, because this preview period from mid-May until the end of July also has something to do with your day-to-day. -day. It also has something to do with your energy and what you're putting energy and time and investment into. This could be your job. This could also be um, your home life. This could be your health. This could be all kinds of different things. And it probably is all kinds of different things because you fill your time with all kinds of different things. But there is something that can shift for you in the course of the next several months. And start just thinking about what it is, like what could bring more peace and more ease into your day to day? And how do you want to use your energy and if there's any way that you can be thinking about using your energy and creating a day-to-day -day for yourself that is nourishing and life-giving, not just for you, but for others around you, that would be really something to lean into.
Not to say you're not doing that already because plenty of you Librans are doing so much for the world. Um, and if you are, you know, if you're a person that's like, fucking everything I do is for other people, like, <laughs> tell me something else, right? Like if that's you, then I want to say that your preview is, is going to be more about boundaries, <laughs> about your own energy and how you're holding your own energy so that what you put out into the world is sustainable, so that there's not resentment, um, so that you can continue to believe in it, and so that it can continue to grow and evolve with you and be the beautiful thing that you want it to be. And for those of you that are putting your time and energy into what you know is not so awesome, because let's be honest, I mean, how many of us have put a lot of time and energy into all kinds of things that we know are like, not so awesome, whether it's a job that we hate or whether it's a, a way that we're ignoring, you know, larger issues in the world. And it's like, well, somebody else is going to take care of that. Now would be the time to really think about it. Like there's a feeling for me that you have to be honest with you, right? This is bringing me back to what I started with. You have to be honest with you. If there are ways that you are in your life that are detrimental, that are harmful, that are holding you back, that you know are um, lazy or like, I don't know, you know, you're keeping your head in the sand around something, you're being avoidant, um, you have to be honest with you. That might mean you need to do less. It might mean you need to, to, you know, pull back and not offer so much. It might mean that you need to step up and offer more. I don't know, but I will leave it there. <laughs> so I hope that anything in there is helpful for you. And I really want to encourage you to create that altar space for yourself. I cannot emphasize enough how helpful I think it will be for you right now. If you want more information on your astrology, please check out my 2021 year ahead report for your sign. You'll get information on all the major aspects, opportunities, and challenges in these 12 months. You can also follow me at Embodied Astrology on Instagram for regular astro updates and content there. Learn more about my work at embodiedastrology.com and you can also sign up to become a monthly subscriber there. You can subscribe by donation at any amount and that will get you access to my extended content, my month ahead calendars, and twice a month Zoom meetups where we hang out and learn about astrology through embodiment and chart work. If you enjoy this podcast, please share it with your friends, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, and of course, your donations and tips are always appreciated. Thanks for listening. I'm wishing you all the best in Taurus season and beyond. Bye for now. <laughs>